once again in our Wednesday night Bible study. I trust everyone had a, a good Memorial Day weekend and had some, some time with uh, family and friends as much as you can. I'm looking forward to the summer because I believe as we approach summer, as we get deeper into summer, we're going to return to some level of normalcy and the weather's going to be nice. And so I'm looking forward to, to the summer for a, a lot of reasons. And I, I imagine you folks are as well. We've been working through Ephesians 6, 10 through 18, uh, the, the armor of God. It's a familiar scripture and and we, we've all seen it or we've seen it often uh, and probably heard many messages on this passage. And um, last week we saw that the battle is not against flesh and blood, uh, that this is a spiritual battle, uh, that there's spiritual forces at play. And God is inviting us to see this and uh, and not begin to think that our battle is against people. Uh, we can get caught up in these cultural wars and it's not a battle against people that have different opinions than us, but it is it's, it's a spiritual battle. Uh, people are the mission. And when we get this confused and it becomes a battle between us and them, we're, we're missing what God is calling us to do and, and God is calling us to reach people. And so in this battle, we have to remember who the mission is. And God is calling us to be his, um, his salvation, uh, to, to show his salvation, to show his glory, his goodness, and invite people, include people, and invest in people. Uh, many times I believe that what Paul's talking about here, uh, it's an internal, bat internal battle, that it's something that's going on within us, that, that, that we get so caught up in what someone else is doing, but oftentimes uh, the issue is what's going on within us as are, are we working out our faith as as the scripture says with fear and trembling are we continuing to to battle through um, our temptations are we continuing uh, to, to follow through with our faith and and so with those things in mind let's let's read through the scripture Ephesians 6 beginning of verse 10 finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, and after you've done everything, to stand firm, to stand, uh, stand firm then with the belt of truth, buckled around your waist and with the breastplate of righteousness in place. I'm going to stop just there just for a, for, for a moment. Um, you know, there, there's a couple things that just stand out to me. Uh, two, two, two times Paul says, put on the full armor of God. Uh, he says it in the, in the, the verse 11 and then once again in verse 13. And so there is this, this invitation or this understanding as we, as we work through this, uh, that this isn't a partial thing. Uh, that, that God is calling us to be fully ready for the battle. And, and, and as we work through this, uh, it's, it's not enough just to be partially ready. And then there's this ideal of standing uh, that you see in verse um, 13, actually verse 11 as well, but verse uh, 13, so that you may be able to stand your ground after you've done everything uh, to stand. And then verse 14, stand firm. Uh, oftentimes, uh, we see progress as, as victory. And uh, I believe what Paul is inviting us to see here is sometimes uh, there's victory in just standing firm. And I think particularly in, 
in, in the times that we're in. Uh, maybe we're not going to progress as much as we would like in our, in our spiritual walk, uh, but, but I, I truly hope that we're standing firm, that, that there is sometimes a victory in just standing your ground when things are difficult, uh, and, uh, and so stand firm. Uh, you know, listen, heed the words of these scriptures, stand firm. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, verse 15, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. And of course, this week our, our focus will be, therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you be able to stand your ground after you've done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist. I'm amazed at how often the scripture is written with the ideal of choice of action. And I alluded to this a little bit on Sunday in the sermon that, that, that we have a choice in our attitude and our choice of attitude and, and how we respond. That, that in Philippians 4, when, when Paul is telling us to rejoice, that's a choice we can make regardless of our circumstance. When, when Paul is telling us to focus on, on better things, that's a choice that, that we can make. And so I'm amazed that, that oftentimes scripture is written with this ideal of choice. Paul, Paul doesn't say in the scripture, once we start believing, uh, once we become believers, uh, we will have the full armor of God. And no, he, he doesn't say that. And, and Paul's writing to Christians, and he's writing to Christians uh, that he helped disciple. And he's saying, you have to put on. You, you have to put on this armor. You have to take a choice, make a choice in your life, and you have to take action, and you have to put on this armor. Uh, you, you know, it's, it's, it's not like, uh, you know, think, think of a soldier when, when there's time for battle, that the soldier had to purposefully uh, put on and, and be considerate of each piece of armor that he put on. Uh, he didn't just wake up in, in, in the armor and, 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 and it's the same with us, that, that these things don't just happen unless we're intentional in our actions, that, that there is an intentionality to serving Jesus. Uh, to be a disciple requires that we take intentional action, which is studying God's word, gathering with God's people, serving with God's people, um, giving. All these things are intentional actions. Praying, are, these are intentional actions that we take uh, to put on the full armor of God. It, it will not just happen. And so the first question then to me is, what are we putting on? Uh, what 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 are you preparing for? Uh, are you being intentional in this battle? Are you being intentional in the actions that you take and the things that you put on? Are you, are you putting on the right equipment? Uh, we have a part to play in this. Uh, you know, I, I think throughout history, and, and I'm, I'm a history major, and so history always fascinates me, and, and I think about unprepared battles, uh, Pearl Harbor, you know, we were coming from Memorial Day weekend. Pearl Harbor was an unprepared battle. We, we, we had not put on the full armor and the Japanese uh, attacked. I think of 
General Custer. That was always a fascinating character in history, and and he was not prepared for the battle that he faced. And and so we need to be prepared. Uh, Paul is saying, be prepared for the battle. Now, now, now when we, we think of this ideal of spiritual warfare and, and us having an enemy, one of the ways our enemy lies to us is this ideal is that we do not need to be prepared. Uh, that, that, that one of the lies that we sometimes live into is this lie uh, that everything's fine. Uh, you know, I really don't need to do anything extra. You know, I don't need to be prepared. And, and Paul is saying, listen, you have to be prepared because when you least expect it, uh, you will need to be prepared for the battle. And so the preparation for the battle does not come in the midst of the battle, but it comes before the battle. And so maybe you're in a lull time. Maybe you're in the midst of the battle now and you're seeing this and you're doing all that you can to armor up. But maybe you're in a lull time now. Maybe everything's all quiet and you don't sense this great need. Paul's saying, be prepared now. Because if you're prepared now, then you won't have the sneak attack of the enemy that destroys your spiritual walk. And so then he begins with the belt of truth. And, and the, the belt uh, serves two functions in battle. Uh, in, in medieval times or in the, in the time Paul's writing this, actually, uh, often long robes would be, uh, what, would be what they would fight in. And, and, and these would need to be secure. And, and so uh, it was possible that they could trip on their own clothing. And so, you know, when, when Paul is talking about this belt of truth, he's talking about, uh, in, in part at least, these lies that trip us up. Uh, and, and this is a non-exclusive list. As I thought about this, uh, you know, lies are who, who are we? Uh, you know, the, the value of others, uh, what, what we think we deserve, uh, what we think others think. All these things are, um, are portals. Uh, through which this spiritual warfare can occur and, and, and we can be convinced of lies uh, about who we are, who others are, uh, what we deserve, what others think. And the belt of truth says, let God set your identity. Uh, let God determine the value of others and et cetera. That, that when we put on this belt of truth, we seek God's guidance on what is true and do not let the enemy trip us up uh, with lies that hinder us our walk. And so the, the question I would have for us as we work through this is what lie keeps tripping you up? It, it seems uh, that oftentimes we'll have a, a circumstance or a situation that will come back and, and bite us more times than not. And it's a, it's a lie that, that continues to trip us up. What, what lie is tripping you up? And, and finally, all other equipment was tied to the belt. Uh, it, it was the last thing off uh, before the battle. It was the first thing on. And, and so everything was tied to this belt. And, and so Paul saying it begins with truth. And it's fair to say, and, and you know, I, I, I'm not belittling the Bible here. Don't, don't mishear me that the Bible is the word of God and it is truth. And, and so that there is this tying to the word of God and, and there's absolute truth in that. Uh, but probably it's more correct to say it begins with Jesus. Uh, Jesus says, I am the truth. And, and so when we talk about this belt of truth, we're not just talking about God's word, uh, but we're talking about God's word incarnate, which is Jesus Christ. 
And so Jesus is this belt. Uh, and so the question is, where do you start in preparing? I say, you start with Jesus and you work from there. Uh, and so the question for you is, where are you starting? <laughs> uh, I, I, I think we can start from a lot of assumptions uh, when we begin to prepare for our day. Uh, I would suggest that you prepare your day by starting with Jesus. Have a blessed day.